Hello, everyone, and welcome to HR Spot podcast, uh, which is a podcast to help small to medium-sized business owners with their HR needs. So today we're going to talk about preventing sexual harassment in the workplace. So uh, I have to share with you a statistic that um, in 2021, there were over 10,000 sex-based harassment claims uh, filed with the EEOC. And this number does not include uh, charges filed within the state and local agencies or situation where employees went directly to an attorney. Many employees who are victims of sexual harassment are affected by it and never report the incidents at all. So victims and witnesses of harassment often refrain from reporting because the harasser has the power to retaliate or because the organization has not set up adequate channels for reporting. In other cases, victims report harassment, but nothing is done about it. Their harassment is excused and the complaints are off, are rebuffed. Word gets around that the organization tolerates harassment and people stop bothering to report it. They either keep quiet, file charges with a government agency, or call an attorney. So none of these outcomes are good for employers. So if the case ends up in court, harassment can cost your business hundreds of thousands of dollars or more, especially if the harassment is pervasive in the company culture. And when harassment continues, victims suffer physically, uh, psychologically, and often see their careers take a wrong turn. So it goes without saying that the workplace should be a safe and secure place, and it's the employer's responsibility to make it that way. So no one can prevent all harassment from happening, but employers can and should do everything in their power to prevent harassment and appropriately respond when it occurs. This starts by having a solid harassment policy and complaint procedure that all employees can easily understand and access. Employers should establish multiple options for reporting and ensure that they investigate allegations promptly and thoroughly before um, and then taking the appropriate steps to discipline harassers. So training employees on what constitutes harassment and how to respond is also recommended. While written policies and procedures are essential, employees will have a deeper understanding if they're offered the information in other formats as well, such as in-person training or um, virtual training with examples and times for, you know, time for questions and answers. So when it comes to harassment, EEOC recommends additional prevention measures. So number one, make an organizational commitment to diversity, inclusion, and respect. Establish policies and procedures to hold people accountable and to commit. Empower those who are responsible for responding to the allegations of harassment and preventing harassment from occurring. Establish a sense of urgency and seriousness about prevention by spending appropriate amounts of time and money on training and other prevention and response activities. Survey employees on whether they are currently being harassed or know of harassment taking place. Avoid rewarding managers for minimum complaints on their team and doing so could incentivize the suppression of reporting. Protect people from retaliation. Assess the risk factors. Assess preventative measures already in place to ensure they are effective. Clarify what behavior is prohibited. 
And then lastly, use discipline proportional to the offense. Uh, for example, sexual assault and an offhand remark shouldn't necessarily have the same consequence. So for any of these measures to work, employees need to know that if they report harassment, their report will be taken seriously, they'll be protected from retaliation, and the harassment will stop. In short, they need to trust their company. Consequently, anything an employer does to foster distrust will make anti-harassment measures much less effective. So when it comes to preventing harassment, employers cannot say one thing or, and do another. Honesty and accountability are the key. Trust can take time to build, but it can be lost in a moment. I know most of my clients are not trained to conduct any type of uh, harassment type investigations. And this is where we come in. We are neutral parties who come in and interview the people and the witnesses and the accused um, and the victim. And we provide a report and make a re recommendation on based on our findings if there was any policy violations or if there were any violations according to the law. Uh, and the law states severe and pervasive. And so we determine that and we make recommendations. And so we're your partner in these types of very uncomfortable positions. So feel free to reach out to us at AZHR Hub, um, our website. And if you want to reach out to me directly, Linda at AZHRHub.com. And you know, we're happy to provide training. We're happy to provide either in-person or virtual training, whatever your company may need. So appreciate your time today and feel free to reach out if we can help in any way. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.